Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Your Retirement Elevated. You're tuned in to the Your Retirement Elevated podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Scott Dugan, helping you learn a little bit more about retirement and financial planning each and every episode. Scott's the co-founder and managing partner of Elevated Retirement Group, serving you in the Kansas City metro area, but also serving clients all across the country. Scott, time for another great show. And we want to talk a little bit about, we teased it on the last episode, in case you heard that one. We're talking about taxes being on sale how you can take advantage. This has been a little bit of a theme that we've gotten into over the last couple of episodes, Scott, uh, over the last couple of weeks, really since last year, since the uh, Tax Cuts and Jobs Act came out and we started to see the impact of this in people's lives. This has been a big thing that I know that you've wanted to focus and dip in and out of occasionally so that it's on the top of people's minds. And so we're going to do that again on today's show. The idea here is if you're sitting there listening to today's show, and you've got money sitting in pre-tax investments, a uh, think traditional IRA or maybe a 401k at work, something like that. Something where you may want to pay the tax bill sooner rather than later. That may be the takeaway from today's show. And we're going to give you some of the strategies that you need to consider and also some of the reasoning, right, Scott, behind why that is the conclusion, why you might want to pay the taxes now rather than later. It's an example we've always heard before, right? Who uh, who wants to pay the tax on the seed or do you want to pay the tax on the harvest? And this kind of all comes back to that analogy. And it does. And we're in this unique situation you know, since the 2017 Tax Cut and Jobs Act, where that went into effect 2018, is that from 2018 to the very last day of 2025, tax rates have been lowered. And we're at a really the first major tax reform in 31 years, and we're at some historically low tax rates right now. So it's a time where people have may have the opportunity to take money inside of their tax-deferred accounts, like their IRA, 401k, TSP, and the like, and transition them over to more of a tax-free situation. Uh, like, for example, like a Roth IRA, Roth 401k. And the reason that someone would want to think about that is really because they they have a belief that in the future, tax rates are going to be higher than they are today. Now, I know looking back that a lot of the ideas that people had when they're putting money away for retirement is that while you're working, get those tax deductions, put that money away in the tax-deferred account, like your 401k IRA, because when you retire, your tax rates are going to be lower than when you're working. And a lot of you are listening to this podcast and know that that is not always the case. And so when we think about what the future holds, we have to think about where is the revenue going to come from to fund all of the government's promises? And when we look at the fact that we have 70,000 people per week turning 65, and when they're 65, they're obviously eligible to receive Medicare. They were eligible at 62 to start Social Security if they chose to. And 
they're taking advantage of those programs. They call them entitlements, which I think is interesting because they're taken out of your check. Uh, you're, you certainly are entitled to them because you're paying <laughs> for them. But it's a situation where if you look at the, the fiscal health of the government, I say I'm not gloom and doom, but we, we're now at $23 trillion in national debt. And that does not include... Just a drop in the bucket. Just a drop in the bucket. Now, 11 years ago, we were at $10 trillion. Okay? It's a big so increase we've seen. It's substantial. And the current tax cuts add about a $1.5 trillion to that over the life of the cuts. Uh, but the idea is to help stimulate you know, the economy, the workforce, employers to expand, which I'm positive about those things. You know, those things are good things to, you know, try to accomplish. But I just don't see long term the ability for the government to keep rates where they are. Uh, right now, uh, the government spends about $4 trillion a year, and they bring in about $3.3 trillion, right? So we've already think about that. If you know, if you spent a hundred thousand dollars a year in your personal life, but you brought in seventy five thousand, that's not going to end well. And if you think about Dave, Dave Ramsey, would be very unhappy. He with would us be upset. Were the case, he would be screaming at someone <laughs> right about this time. Yeah, so it would, would be ugly. Yes. But then if we think we extrapolate what were the unfunded liabilities, meaning how much money would the government need sitting in an account earning treasury rates to be able to fund Social Security, Medicare, uh, all those things that are you know forward-looking promises? And depending on the expert that you read, that's anywhere from 150 to $200 trillion. Wow. You know, so... Right now, we're in this low-tax rate environment. If you've been listening to the show, I talked about the SECURE Act. I talked about the RESA proposal. And what are those? Those aren't tax increases, but they are laws put into place that accelerates the distribution of money that inside of IRAs, 401ks, Roth IRAs. And why do they want to accelerate the distribution of those dollars? Because once they come out of those accounts, they enter into the system. They've got to show up on your 1040, your tax return. And so now they're taxable. So if you think about Medicare Part B and Part D, well, those are means tested. What the heck does that mean? That means if you make too much money, you have to pay extra for those programs. So again, they're not called taxes. Those are called additional premiums. But what are they really? They're levying a tax on you because of the amount of income you have coming into your household. And so I think we'll continue to see those types of things unwind. I wish that we would have politicians that would tackle uh, the funding liabilities that we have, but it doesn't seem that's high on anyone's list. I did a tax class not too long ago, and I said, you know, what's the job number one of most politicians? And everybody kind of pipes up and says to get reelected. Mm -hmm. I said, well, yeah, they, they want to get reelected. So sacred cows like Medicare and Social Security, not a lot gets done with those. We kind of kick the can down the road. And so to say all the reason I'm saying all those things is that 
our job is not to be political. Our job is to find the windows of opportunity for our clients to take advantage of. And right now, lower tax rates are here, and some of our clients can take advantage of them. And so to give you an example of what I mean by on sale, uh, so under the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, our tax rates have been reduced. So for example, the 15% bracket is now the 12% bracket. The 25% tax bracket went to the 22% bracket. So we're talking about taxes on sale concept. You know, we have approximately seven years before they go back. And so that 25 to 22% bracket, that doesn't sound like a lot. That's just 3%. Now that 3% may not sound like a lot, but let me give you an example. On a million dollars, 25% in taxes, that means you get to spend 750000 And again, this is a simple example. But if we drop down to the 22% bracket, that means you get to spend an extra $30,000. Significant dollars. Significant. And when we're looking at those, you know, can we take advantage of that arbitrage, what I call, with those lower rates? And you know, that 12, 22, 24% bracket could be a good deal for a lot of people and it allows them to move fairly substantial amounts of money uh, from their IRA to a Roth. So perfect example, I've got a client we just met a week ago and I looked at all of their income sources for the year, did some projections for the remaining few, you know, two months. And I said, if, what we're looking at is that we could bring another $113,000 onto your 1040. So if we can move $113,000 from your IRA to your Roth, and we can keep you in the 22% bracket. And that was a good deal because I know, because they're at 63, when they're 70 and a half, they're going to go the 24% bracket because of the required minimum distributions. So if I know you're headed to the 24% bracket, and if I can help you get money out at a lower rate now, plus lower your required minimum distributions later, in that case, it's a good deal to be able to do those things. Makes a lot of sense. I'm still uh, caught up on the uh, entitlement word that you were talking about and kind of the distinction you drew there. I'm, I'm picturing when I lent the neighbor uh, a tool the other day, I'm picturing him coming back and saying, all right, you know, you're entitled to have this tool back. So, you know, here, here you go. <laughs> like the same thing when you get, get to retirement. All right, you're entitled to this, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, well, hmm. you've been taking money out of our checks for a long, long time. So, yeah, I think they need a need a better uh, better description of what those programs are. That's right. That's right. In any event, I think that's kind of a neat uh, neat illustration that you you gave there for us, Scott. Um, so, what can be done? What can somebody do to take advantage of this opportunity that's out there? Obviously, you want people to be able to uh, you know take advantage of what lies in front of them. The big question is, how do you go about doing it? Well, everyone's situation is going to be different. So what you need to do is gather all your tax documents and all make sure you understand what all your income sources are going to be for the current tax year. And we know what's going to show up on your 1040. And we personally, we sit down with our clients, we put that into our software system and it shows us where we are on our marginal brackets. And it's got a great little feature that tells us how much more we can take out of say our IRA and convert it to Roth before we hit the next tax bracket. So what we're really looking at is trying to figure out, you know, can we maximize your current tax rates 
to minimize taxes in the future. And we also want to have a very good idea of where you're headed if you don't do anything. And that's job number one is chart where are you headed now, what we call Uncle Sam's program, Uncle Sam's tax plan. If we don't like the outcome of Uncle Sam's tax plan, we need to be proactive. And in this case, between now and the end of 2025, does it make sense to move money from these tax-deferred accounts over to a tax-free status? And we want to do that in a way that, again, keeps our tax brackets fairly level between now and then, but makes a dramatic impact from a tax perspective going forward. And if we can save you, you know, 5, 10, 15, 25% on taxes, to me, that's a win. And I'll leave you with this. Someone told me this a long time ago and it stuck with me. And they talked about, you know, taxes are a matter of fact. Investments are a matter of opinion. And right now we know for a fact taxes are at a 31-year low. And for a fact, tax rates are going to go up January 1st, 2026. And it's up to you or up to the person you're working with, that professional, to figure out how much tax planning can you do between now and then to improve your overall situation. And ultimately, if we can do good tax planning, that makes the money that you've saved last longer and gives you a higher level of predictability and sustainability that most of us are looking for. Because we all know we've had that question, that question in our mind, we've had that conversation, which is, are we going to have enough to retire? Is our money going to last as long as we do? And I can tell you with good tax planning, that only makes that money last longer because you get to keep more of that money in your pocket and not give it to the IRS. So important to realize, I think, that if uh, your financial advisor is not talking to you about taxes, they're not a financial advisor, not a true one, at least. Would you agree with that, Scott? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, we know that this is a problem. We know that it is an opportunity as well, kind of in the midst of the problem, and you should be able to take advantage of that. So extremely, extremely important to recognize that and uh, prepare for that going forward into 2020 and beyond. This is a long-term benefit that, be, that can be gained from some short-term decisions here, and uh, that should really be underscored, I think. Scott, really helpful information. Thank you for breaking this down for us in an easy-to-understand way. Taxes are on sale. Time to take advantage, right? Absolutely. All right. Awesome. If you've got any questions about what we've talked about on the show, don't hesitate at all to reach out to Scott. He's been helping people do this for, uh uh-oh, Scott, as we are turning the calendar page. You're getting close to that. 20 years of experience. I could probably go ahead and just start saying about two decades of experience in the financial planning world. I am dangerously close to two decades. (laughs) Dangerously close to two decades of experience in the financial planning realm. So he's seen a lot of things happen and has helped a lot of people prepare for them when it comes to financial and retirement planning. If you've got any questions, reach out 913-393-4724. That's 913-393-4724. And always online at listentoscott.com. That's listentoscott.com. Thanks, Scott. We appreciate the help. All right. Thanks, Walter. We'll talk to you soon. That's Scott Dugan. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us on Your Retirement Elevated. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.